0: Hello, and welcome to Mystified. My name is Tasha. This is Steven. And this is a podcast where we tell you strange and unusual stories when we are not melting. Yep. To death. Yep. In the, like, 110 degree summer that we're having. It's not even August yet. I know. I think it's really time to go to Canada.
1: I don't know that that's a solution.
0: Well... <laughs> what other options are there? Antarctica, ice, Greenland. Greenland's the cold They've
1: one. They've all been getting some pretty pretty good temperatures here lately. So,
0: right, but but they're pretty good temperatures are what like in the nineties. We're equipped to handle that.
1: It's in the hundreds in Europe.
0: That's insane.
1: They were just. I was just reading an article about how um they're having to uh they're getting ready to suspend commercial traffic in Germany on the rivers because they're so low oh that God. they can't get barges through them. Seriously. So, yeah, it's uh,
0: I thought, where is it? Isn't there somewhere where seasons are opposite? Is that a thing? But Did I read that in a fiction somewhere? But, because we don't all experience like winter at the same time, do we? Right. Are the places that should be cold right now, is that Europe or is that like other countries
1: that's the very long question to unpack there
0: okay but what i'm asking you is Mm -hmm. are they having these hundred degree days in their summer or is it supposed to be colder over there right now
1: well it's supposed to be colder simply because of the position of yeah i am okay (laughs) related to the
0: but i'm just saying like if it was uh... if it was november right now for us Mm -hmm. when it's cold Mm -hmm. and it was 110 degrees Mm -hmm. like this would be a very different conversation because it'd be like, we're on fucking fire. So is is that the conversation over there? Like, it's that bad?
1: I think that we're just gonna, we're just gonna experience being on fire, like, yeah, okay. for, I don't think, seasons are a thing anymore. So
0: Europe's off the table, too, is what you're saying.
1: Yeah, well, I, that just means that the Northern Hemisphere is not necessarily cooler anymore. So
0: Antarctica is the place to go.
1: They had, like, a, was it...
0: Wasn't it a hundred in Antarctica not too long ago? What? Are you serious?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Oh god. Yeah. Uh, We have to go fight polar bears, but I mean,
1: melting polar bears,
0: (laughs) melting hungry polar bears. That's we got this. Yeah. I don't got this. No, you don't. I wouldn't go. Um. Well, shit. Okay. So then I guess it's just investing in larger, quieter air-conditioned units is just all we can do
1: if the power grid survives
0: okay (laughs) so yeah i forgot we're in texas yeah um what about solar power wind power can we can we harness the the heat that's literally trying to kill us is that thunder
1: that was thunder what the fuck
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god are you kidding so now we're just having a storm we're, we're having this. Oh, okay. Well, I'm here for the rain. I mean, it kind of sucks it's happening right when we're recording, but I'm here for the rain. Um, <gasps> what if there's a lightning strike and it gets your <laughs> shit on fire? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God.
1: That happens.
0: Okay. Sorry. I know this has been a really long intro, but it's been tragic. It's been um, traumatic. Traumatic. Yeah. It has been tragic also, but it, it's been traumatic over here. So we're going to just pretend like none of that's happening. We hope y'all are staying cool wherever you are. Um. Yes.
1: Uh, do we need to explain part of why thing? Because we got to remember that not all of our uh, the people who are listening are in Texas and know that the blasted hellscape that's going on here is going on.
0: True. Okay. So it's been so. Why you haven't heard from us in a month? It's been roughly a month. I think mid June is the last time we recorded. Is because we've had what twenty nine days straight of over a hundred degree temperatures like it's, it it just doesn't cool off and, at all. And we haven't had any rain. I think we had like one day with some sprinkle. We had one nice day where it got to like the mid nineties. It was just a beautiful, nice day. It was overcast. <laughs> um, it was last Thursday. <laughs> um, it did end up going over a hundred, but for most of the day it was in the mid nineties. Because of that, all the lakes are drying up and all of the grass and greenery is just yellow, like f- fodder isn't the right word. What what like starter? What do you call that? Kindling. Kindling, I guess. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um so literally just someone throwing a cigarette out of their car going down the highway is like causing giant fires in Texas. And we
1: don't even know what has caused a lot of them because a lot of them are still currently being fought. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like this is Texas. People do dumb shit. I mean, we have people pop fireworks for weeks around each holiday. Liberty. Um, a lot of farmland. So there's a lot Mm -hmm. of brush clearing and burns and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Luckily we haven't really seen any people trying to do these massive bonfires like they usually do, but it's not keeping the fires at bay. We're still getting, uh, Yeah, fires. We have one that last time I checked had burned nearly seven thousand acres Mm -hmm. in the hill country. Um, This is not—I mean, we get wildfires, but But not not like like California has. We don't have like a wildfire season where half the states on fire annually, but it looks like we do now. So,
0: yeah, we we, we've had a couple kind of close to us. That's not why we haven't been recording. We haven't been recording because we have to turn off the air conditioner. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it gets hot very quickly and we can't even cool this room enough today we've we we've uh we're just gonna die basically is what's <laughs> happening <laughs> we're we're drinking a lot because we're sweating a lot so just fyi um if i start rambling more than normal i'm probably having heat stroke and i'm wasted so yay you so <laughs> okay that's not what we're talking about today at all. Now that we've spent a good seven minutes just bitching about the weather, we are old people. Yeah. We are fucking old. Yeah. Damn. Okay. I want to talk about can a prank go too far,
1: Stephen? I mean, is that even a real question? Cause yeah, that's
0: definitely. Okay. Yeah, I, just your, yeah. I, I just want you. Yeah. I just want you to say the correct answer, please.
1: I don't know what the correct answer is. I thought I gave the correct answer.
0: Yeah, you did. Okay, but I want you to say it again. Can a prank go too far? Yes. All right. So, for me, growing up in a small town, we had like rival schools. I was I grew up in a small town, and there's a small town next to us, and we were rivals. Um, our school was much more PC because we were the Bulldogs, and our rival school was the Indians. Which there's a whole big debate. Portageus was actually in the news because in Florida they performed their uh, whatever indianettes i think was what they're called like performed and got a lot of people pissed off because it was totally not appropriate and there are people probably who listen to this podcast who disagree with me but i don't think it's right so anyways portageus was our rival school and when you were in high school like pranks back and forth especially with like the football teams was like normal yeah that was like a thing like i'm I think when I was a freshman, we, not we, because I was not involved in that shit, but the senior football players went and burned or somebody burned an eye in someone's football field, like in the fucking field, mm-hmm. they, they set it on fire Yeah, and, and that was normal. And what's crazy is that, you know, I just totally lost my train of thought. So <laughs> let's back up. While some pranks are are harmless, you know, sometimes like TPing someone's house, I mean, it's not really harmless, but it's still something that you do. It's fine. Um, there's also some that lead to you being arrested for, you know, theft, breaking and entering, and arson.
1: Pretty sure you get in trouble if you get busted TPing. You do.
0: You you do. But that but that one is more like accepted. You know what I mean? Like you had some parents that would go outside and be like, these God dang kids and like call the police. But usually the parents went outside and they were like, Michelle, your friends done TP the house, even though it was usually not your friends get out there and clean it up. And then you just had to go outside and clean it up. Like that was like the worst of it, you know? And, after 2020 just thinking about how much toilet paper was wasted <laughs> TPing houses like now i imagine you would get arrested because like there's still such a shortage
1: that's a commodity yeah
0: like you you can't that's gold now baby um we're going to talk about a case from 1847 <laughs> so okay. not a not a recent prank okay you know it's a couple years old okay it's uh, we're going to roll back a few decades
1: you know. How did they have time for pranks when they were so busy trying to stay alive in 1847? You know, what
0: else are you gonna do? Die. There's there's no video games, <laughs> there's there's no comics, there's no dungeons and dragons, there's no nothing to really to collect other than rocks. So, you know, you pull pranks on each other.
1: Diseases collect diseases. You do collect
0: diseases. <laughs> you don't really collect them though. You get one and die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it's a one and done type thing. Um, you know, consumption comes along and and that's it for you, you know. Yeah. Unless you're playing Organ Trail cuz then you could collect diseases on that game cuz sometimes you could survive the diseases. Um, but you know, these people weren't playing a the game. They they were playing real life. Yeah. So they collected one. Yep. One and done. Yep. I kind of like that. It's efficient. <laughs> you know, boom. <laughs> Anyways, so in the summer of 1847, Elvira Houghton, Houghton—I don't know—you know I'm fucking up names already. H o u g h t o n,
1: Houghton.
0: <laughs> okay. Anyway, doesn't matter. Elvira, we're going with that because she has a fabulous first name. Okay. Was going through a difficult time in her life. Elvira was a stat- was an established dressmaker in Southbridge, Massachusetts, and her mother had recently passed away. Leaving the single 27 year old alone. She was a striking and lovely woman, but a proposal for her hand in marriage had never been made, and there didn't seem to be any hope that one would come along. In the 1800s, being over the age of 23 and not married was not ideal. Women needed protection from a man. From meaning a husband, basically. Not I mean, they also needed it from a man, but I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm trying to say is they needed protection from a husband.
1: They needed a man to protect them from the other men. <laughs> Pretty
0: much. And if they didn't have one locked down by their mid-20s, it was unlikely to happen. This meant either having to take care of yourself at a time where women didn't have any rights, basically. They couldn't own land, they couldn't have bank accounts, they couldn't have anything. Or be a burden to other family members. So you were kind of, you worked or you you lived a very low uh, level life as in extreme poverty. Or you lived with a family member and like probably cleaned their house. Like yeah. it was not ideal. Elvira hired a carriage that day to take her to her mother's funeral and had a pleasant conversation with the driver, a 27-year-old man named Milton Streeter. When he returned her to her residence after the service, he asked Elvira if he could see her again. And she said yes. So, you know, mom dies, goes check out, but got a date. Okay. That not so shabby. It's likely due to her fear of becoming a spinster, because she was twenty-seven, now alone.
1: I thought she was twenty-three.
0: No, I said if it's usually by the age of twenty-three you want to be married. But no, she's twenty-seven.
1: I thought he was twenty-seven.
0: Okay. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. They're both twenty-seven years old. Everybody's twenty-seven years old in this damn story now. Okay. okay? Okay. Everyone's twenty-seven. Okay. (laughs) Damn it. Okay. Because of her being twenty-seven and being a spinster, her mother just died. She's depressed. All this stuff is going on. It probably you know, clouded Elvira's judgment just a little bit because within a month, her and Milton were married. Ma'am. She locked that shit down.
1: Well, but I, I mean, mean, then again, it was 1847. You could die at any moment. That is so. true.
0: And at 27, she was old. Mm-hmm. Like women's lifespan was like to the age of like 35. And that was, you know, if you didn't die in childbirth.
1: That's what to say. Yeah.
0: So. However, It did not take more than a couple weeks and, or actually a couple months, I'm sorry, for the couple to realize they didn't have much in common. Elvira was a spirited woman and liked to wear fashionable clothes. She was a dressmaker. So any new fashions that came in, she made them for her clients, but she also wanted to wear them herself and, you know, go around town. Um, She was interested in attending balls and parties and going to the theater where Milton was more of a simple man who liked to drink and play nine pins with the fellas. He was very homely kind of guy. He did not want to go to a party, didn't want to go to the theater. He didn't understand it, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Didn't want to dress up, probably wore the same pants months in a row, (laughs) you know, didn't even take them off. (laughs) Uh the Boston Herald would say this about Milton: Streeter is a man of low order of intellect and most entirely governed by animal passions. So I guess animals love to play nine pins. <laughs> that is, that is an animal thing to do.
1: That's a. I mean, they just really yeah. no no respect for that not, man and none
0: none. He's an idiot, <laughs> <laughs> and he's wild. Okay, but the worst thing about Milton, the absolute worst thing about Milton was his jealousy, which again, if you're, you know, not super smart or, you know, not really up on all the things and you have something that is, you you are normally jealous of that thing or anyone seeing that thing or whatever, you know. The other young men of Southbridge knew that simple Milton was madly in love with his new wife and was also very, very, very jealous of her. They thought it was hilarious to play jokes on Milton and get him all riled up. The other men would say that they flirted with his wife or that she flirted with them. They would even claim to have had extramarital relations with his wife. This would get Milton to sputtering and angry and red in the face. And they thought this was the funniest shit they'd ever seen. (laughs) The joke would go so far that they would give him a half dollar to give to Elvira for payment for services. And I'm making quotation marks with my fingers. Mm. I'm losing it here. We're in hysteria zone right now. (laughs) But yeah, they wouldn't say what it was for was for nothing, but they would just be like, give this to Elvira. She'll know why, you know? Yeah. Whatever. The worst offender was a man named Bacon. (laughs) I don't know if Bacon's his first name, last name, only name, but they just call him Bacon. (laughs) So that's what we're going with. Bacon had come to town recently and got in on the rag on Milton that his wife's cheating on him gag, right?
1: famous local pastime yeah
0: yeah what again what else are you gonna do die from a disease like that's literally it right so he went all in telling Milton that he had come to town solely for the purpose of having an affair with Milton's wife so he's just a new person in town he's like you know what I moved here because I'm gonna get with your wife Milton at this point was no longer able to even like run his cab and and take fare. He was so obsessed with the fact that all of these men had to be having an affair with his wife. So all he would do was follow avira around in the cab. <laughs> like he's he's bringing in no no money. Yeah. No bacon because he's literally just like creeping in a horse-drawn carriage. Behind his wife as she like walks back and forth to her shop (laughs) house, I guess. Even though he saw no evidence of her ever doing anything untoward, going to any man's house or having any man over, Milton was still absolutely convinced that Bacon was somehow porking his wife. Like he knew this. It was even though he followed her, he was with her the whole time she was home. He followed her to work. He watched her at work. He followed her home. He watched her there. She's having an affair. Okay. Okay.
1: Seems like they broke his simple, simple mind.
0: Oh, yeah, they did. (laughs) Milton's jealousy finally broke, and he threatened Elvira with a razor and demanded that she confess all her harlot secrets and that there would be hell to pay. But this didn't go as Milton hoped. Elvira did not confess to anything because she had not done anything and was not guilty of anything. So instead of trying to convince Milton that she was innocent, she instead somehow escaped him. Hopefully she just like kicked him in his throat or in his dick or something and went over to the justice of the peace and was like, I need to file a report from this crazy man who's also my husband, but he's trying to kill me. Mm -hmm. She told the authorities that she felt like her life was in danger by Milton. And that he should be made to stay away from her. Of course, in a tale as old as time, this was not taken seriously as a serious threat, right? Right. I mean, because it's the man's right to, you know, beat on his wife a little bit if if she's being bad, but, you know, whatever. However, Milton was ordered to leave and the couple were advised that they should separate. He was also put under a hundred dollar bond to keep the peace, so he had to pay a hundred bucks, and if he attacked her or did anything or got crazy or whatever, then they would keep this this money, right? Right. And a hundred dollars in eighteen forty seven is a lot of money, like, especially that's,
1: for a guy that can't even work. Right. That can't even run his In cab, a paralo- right? paranoid, like, psychosis. freaking out,
0: right? To pay the bond, Milton had to sell hit all of his share of their household belongings. So he didn't even have money because he ain't working. Mm-hmm. So he's like, okay, well half this bed is mine. Uh <laughs> this pillow, this bowl, whatever. So yeah. he sells all of this uh to his brother in law, Joseph. And Joseph comes over and like helps him load it all up. So on October 23rd, 1848, the two men went to the apartment that they shared, uh him and Elvira to pick up Milton's things and all the items that he had sold to his brother-in-law to pay for this hundred dollar bond that he covered. Everything was loaded onto the wagon and brought back to Joseph's house to unload because that's now where Milton's living I guess when he's not in his cab still spying on Elvira because you know that shit didn't stop. It was then that Milton noticed that he had forgotten his shirts and that they needed to go back. Joseph accompanied him you know, just in case because everybody's keeping an eye on Milton, Joseph waited outside by the carriage as Milton ran upstairs to get his final belongings. He heard Milton ask Elvira where the shirts were, and she replied that they were upstairs in the basket and then he heard Elvira and Milton go upstairs again to get the shirts so I think there's like stairs it's like like a house that has a stairs to their floor mm-hmm. and then they had stairs like they in their little apartment to the top what do you call them now you call them like a quadruplex now or something like that whatever anyways a few minutes later someone screams and then James sees Elvira rush down the stairs holding her neck blood is gushing out from between her fingers from a large wound on her neck he grabs her and takes her to the neighbor's house where they try to stop the bleeding Joseph then hears Milton on the stairs and sees that he too is bleeding from his neck. He had slashed Elvira's throat and then slashed his own. By the time the doctor arrived, Elvira was dead. Being the coward that Milton was, his wound was not near as deep as Elvira's, and he was able to be stitched up and then taken to jail. Milton Streeter's attorney claimed insanity as a defense for the murder and attempted suicide. They brought forth a history of mental illness and trauma going back to when he was just a toddler. At the age of two, Milton had fallen off his chair and into an open fire. <laughs> like, wow. 1800s were fucking <laughs> raw. If a disease didn't get you, you're just going to fall in a fire. Like, get the baby. It's <laughs> in the fire. The baby's in the fire. <laughs> like, holy cow. Um, Which had damaged one side of his head. Obviously, really bad because he landed on his head in the fire. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, as a child, he would have severe fits that were believed to impair his mental abilities. So, seizures, maybe, or uh, I don't know, like the I mean, rage fits. I, yeah, like, everything
1: was a fit back then. There, there's so absolutely there's no, no way challenge. to know.
0: Yeah, and it's not like he went to the doctor. So, not that the doctor. I was, was going to say, what what
1: kind of medicine <laughs> do you think existed? <laughs>
0: Uh, So the attorneys also agreed that there was no motive for the murder. Uh, I'm sorry. (laughs) This I don't agree with because I I just literally gave you motive. Like this whole story is about the motive. Uh, He thinks his wife was cheating on him. Motive. They instead blamed everything on the men of the area who thought it was funny to goad the simple man into fits of distress by claiming affairs with his lovely wife. Again, motive. The jury was reluctant to convict Milton of capital murder. In the 1800s, there was either capital murder or no murder. There was no degrees, there was no manslaughter, first degree, second degree. You either just meant to kill this person and you killed them or you didn't, kind of thing. Milton was guilty of murder, obviously. He murdered her. Everybody knew that. He knew that. Nobody's claiming that he didn't. But his mental capacity and basically the fact that this man, was not right in the head they don't believe that he truly understood what he was doing that's the jury's opinion not mine but again I wasn't there so who knows maybe I have no idea so they did convict him after nine hours but after bringing the conviction they recommended that there be mercy from the judge on the sentencing but back then you murdered someone you're getting hanged Like, there's no, you did it, it's an eye for an eye type of world right now. The judge ordered Milton to be hung for the crime, but his mercy was that it was at the governor's discretion. Everybody just keeps pushing this shit off. It's like, I mean.
1: We don't know how to deal with this. I mean,
0: he deserves it, but you can decide when, kind of thing. Most locals and news outlets did put all the blame on the local jokesters, with one paper saying, quote, I'm going to try to read this because it's not an easy quote, but here we go. These rude and remorseless jokes are, but I can't even do it right. These rude and remorseless jokers have now the satisfaction of knowing that their fine sport has been purchased by the death of one human being at the hands of a murderer and is yet farther paid by the death of another on the scaffold. So your joke went a little too far and its cost was two people are going to die for it. In December of 1849, the governor of Massachusetts accepted the pardon for Milton and commuted his death sentence to a life of hard labor at the state prison. And that is the lover's prank that went too far.
1: See, I don't I don't find that to be a prank. I find that to just be mean-spirited assholeness
0: mm-hmm.
1: for no... Re- but yeah,
0: but but Getting
1: your own kicks, like tormenting somebody else is not really a prank, especially when it's like for a long period of time. This wasn't just like an evening, you know, no, it was where like they were sport. all sitting around and yeah. like we're all g- giving him a hard time. No, it was like a, a reoccurring mm-hmm. thing. Like that's... Mm-hmm. That's not a prank. That's just
0: like ruining these
1: people's lives. Yeah, and
0: this poor woman who literally didn't do anything.
1: Yeah, like neither one of them did. They were both victims of these fucking, these people who thought that it was funny. Yeah. I mean, what would have happened in their life if that would have never happened? I mean, would they have just...
0: I mean, they probably would have drifted apart because they were different. Like, they, she liked certain things, he liked other things. But then it would have been just like every other marriage in the 1800s, probably right Where, would,
1: yeah I, but and, there wouldn't have been a murder and an and they attempted would have been suicide. Yeah. yeah yeah and and hiding it behind comedy like mm-hmm. that's that's the worst part yeah it's just a joke we were just making a joke
0: like if if you need that level of someone else's suffering for you to get entertainment you have a fucking problem you like There's things are funny, and like we can crack jokes, and sometimes they're made at our own expense. But if you require human suffering to have enjoyment and entertainment, that's a problem with you. And just being like, well, it was funny. We were just joking. That Mm -hmm. doesn't rationalize it. That doesn't make it okay. That's how you're trying to rationalize it to yourself. But to the rest of the world, you're just a fucking dick. And
1: unfortunately not to enough of the rest of the world but yeah
0: but is it because they really find it funny or is it because they're just afraid to say like this isn't funny because no that's changing like comedians now are being held to a higher standard or being called out for shit because people are like that's not funny anymore like that's and so i think it is changing because it
1: it is but it's just not changing fast enough and there's still vast amounts of people who hide behind the hole it was just a joke yeah and it's worse in my opinion with men specifically because there's like a an accepted level of bullshit that you're just supposed to put up with from other men it's it's ribbing it's shop humor it's this it's that and it's just uh, I, I can't think of any specifics off the top of my head but like it's fucking bizarre how many times like People I've seen people pull pranks on people who that could have killed them. And it's like, what would you have done if that would have blown up and killed him? Oh, well, you know, uh, just making a joke. No, like, I don't know what that drive is in people to just. I, I don't know.
0: So I've never liked that. I've never been into like pranks or anything like that. And I learned that lesson from the breakfast club. When Emilio Estevez's character is in detention because he messes with the chunky guy on his football team mm-hmm. and he feels so fucking bad about it, but he had to do it because his dad was in, in like that yeah. and it's hazing and you, you had to do that. Yeah. And watching that character development, I was like, yeah, that's bullshit. I'd never want to do that. Yeah. And now, granted, I was a piece of shit teenager. And so I did do some things that I, then regretted but that always would pop in my head and I'd be like oh yeah no I don't want to be that person yeah and so yeah the Breakfast Club thank you for that um, if you've never seen it you should check it out <laughs> it's from like 1987 it's good for you it's got some life lessons in there yeah you know so yeah cool it's hot look at yeah. guys it's hot it's hot Uh we're sorry <laughs> <laughs> We pro- i don't we'll do something in the winter where we double up i don't know <laughs> but um we're gonna try to record as often as we can uh we have to try to like chill the room like a refrigerator as best as possible and then turn everything off and before someone says just leave the ac on you can hear it like a freight train in the back <laughs> I, and i can't get rid of the sound i know people are like you can but you you can't and it's
1: it's literally right outside the window and it's That's obnoxious
0: the problem. and so yeah no we can't we, we can't would have to
1: completely move to another space and then deal with all of that yeah and,
0: and it's yeah so but we will try to be here as often as possible thank you so much for joining us we really appreciate it if you like what we do um and if you're new here anything like that, please consider leaving us a review either on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is you listen. If you listen on Podcast Addict or Overcast or any app, they probably have a little place to leave reviews. You can also go to our website at mystifiedpod.com and there you can click on leave a review and it'll give you a couple different places where you can do it. We would really appreciate it. It helps our algorithm. And um, whenever people search our name, there is another mystified now. And yeah, so it the more engagement we get, we populate higher than that other podcast that came out after us. So they stole our name, but whatever. Um, so we would really appreciate that. If you want information on another episode or would like to listen to another episode, you can do that on our website at mystifiedpod.com. You want to come hang out with us on our socials. We're at Instagram at mystified underscore pod and then Facebook at mystified podcast discretion group where we like to share memes and just kind of chat and talk with everybody. You can tell us where you are at in the world and the temperature it's supposed to be and all that kind of good stuff. And yeah
1: we can all have a pity party together we can all
0: cry about the weather <laughs> the fact that the earth is melting uh,
1: oh it's not melting it's trying to melt us yeah
0: yeah it is oh.
1: it's just a big rock it's it's fine it's going to be well it's not technically just a big rock but
0: yeah she'll be fine we won't but cool yeah all right guys until next time bye mystified Podcast...